is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Hello and welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. Oh, you're slowing up the cadence a little bit. I yeah, like I'm it. mixing it up. Um... The Meet Improv is, of course, the storytelling and improv comedy podcast where we bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives, and then we do long-form improvisation based on those stories. Uh, today we have two long-overdue guests, I That's must right. say. Uh, you might know them collectively as <laughs> a small-town sheriff. <laughs> right? <laughs> you guys had a little cage match run at one point, did, did you not? We did. That? I think about 11 years ago, we, uh, we, we won like two cage match in a row or something. <laughs> I'm an improv historian, so I remember all these things. Uh, well, we've been waiting by the phone, so we're yeah. glad that you finally... Uh, <laughs> they share one landline. Uh, <laughs> um, Mike Leffingwell and Ben Seaman. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hello, guys. <laughs> thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us, buddy. We're excited about it. <laughs> um, so, welcome to the show. Uh, um, so you guys have been performing together for, well... Or what did you start performing together? What was it? Was it Small Town Sheriff or was it a, a Herald we team? We were on a Herald team first in 2008, uh-huh. 2007 or 2008. That right. And um, then we started, we were both working day jobs at the time and we started IMing each other. Um, I am. Remember I am? <laughs> or G-chatting. Like we were Snapchat for our teenage <laughs> listeners, but you get to keep it's the message forever. For a- it might have been G-chat. It was the odds and it was, it was a crazy time. But, uh, but I remember we would, we would, um, we would just kind of joke around on, uh, online together. And then we would also sometimes be like, Hey, I wrote a sketch. Do you want to check this out? And then I don't know, but I don't know if we ever talked about this, but I was kind of like, Oh, this guy is kind of a similar sensibility to me. I don't, oh. I don't, I don't remember how we started I don't know. improvising together. When I was on the Herald team, everybody, well, mostly everybody was more experienced, right? Like, like yeah. Billy Merritt was on our team. Is that Hank Gary? Yeah. Hey, yeah. And, uh, and you had been teaching already, I think. And you had, had you been on a Herald team in New York? You were um, on Gravy. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> you're in a Herald team here. I wasn't running a Herald team in New York, but I was on, I think, two before Hank Gary. But I just remember thinking like, oh, why is this guy talking to me? He's so experienced. <laughs> like, and I'm just a new, I'm just a new fresh off the boat kid. Like, Cause uh, like Billy and Julie Brissett would just push Ben aside when they, <laughs> when they passed him. They wouldn't look at him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then we started doing shows together. We haven't <laughs> done any shows together recently, so we should probably start doing that again, right? Yeah. It's been a little bit of time. We'll do one today oh yeah that, that sounds like a great idea <laughs> we did it uh that was an interesting herald team i remember hankel garrett because it was like there's some 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 vets and then there were some like you think you and was it becky feldman was on there uh uh becky was added later right yeah becky and Be- brian galvin were added at the at the end um but yeah brett christensen and then um uh june and oh june casey and casey were on, were on it, it. really um, yeah, June for a very short period of time. Boy, I don't remember yeah. that because well, Casey got either. added to SNL pretty quickly after. Yeah, like maybe two months after or something like that, and then June just June <laughs> did a few more shows. And didn't, <laughs> like, yeah, and then stopped. They both stopped. Um, they were in Sentimental Lady too. 
This is only I in- think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is very. It's all going to be edited Ellie. out. <laughs> uh, There's yeah. four people right now that are going. Oh, <laughs> you're kidding. Um, well, cool. Uh, uh, well, thank you for being on the show with us. Yeah, uh, a little reunion. Us. Finally. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm just going to ask about this, Ben. So you're engaged. Oh, I just I got you, married. You got fully married. Yeah, I got, oh, got married. The, I didn't see yeah. the ring, but I think I saw uh, a photo. Ooh. Yeah, I got married uh, like a month ago. I guess I should know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Marchish. <laughs> we got engaged, and then uh, he, he was going to Australia to do the Fringe Festival there. And I was going to go to Australia and we wanted to elope. And then he was like, let's just elope in Australia because you're already going to be there. And so we did. Uh, do you have to do like different paperwork for that? You know what I mean? Uh, like, like you have to like apply. Yeah. You have it's to like. stapled on the other side of the form. <laughs> 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 we had to like fill out these forms and get them notarized and stuff. And uh, I think usually they said like, cause we got married on this Island, Hamilton Island, which is kind of like this vacation Island. Like, it's kind of like oh, what? What's so funny? <laughs> Where everyone is constantly quoting the, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, uh, and uh, I guess usually it takes like a month to get the paperwork approved. But we were like trying to do it in two weeks, and uh, we were going to be the first gay couple to be married on the island. So they like really, yeah. So they were really like pushing for us, and they were like, like "Let's get these gays, <laughs> let's, let's get these gays married." Because so you're like his part of Australia history. <laughs> for that island we are I mean, they were courting you a little bit to make they, sure you didn't go to another island oh man i mean you could tell like because there's like one wedding it's like a resort island or something yeah. but it's not that big so there's like one wedding planning place like there's only one place and then we like went to talk to the photographer and they were like can we please use your pictures like can we put them in all of our things like they were just like really excited that's to be great like, oh gay people because uh, I, think, I think their marriage has just started in December. Like they voted, but it was yeah, still it was like a delay. Recent. So oh. it hasn't been that long. Were, uh, were your guys' um, families uh, uh, bothered at all that you guys eloped, that they couldn't be part of the wedding or did anyone care? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I can't, I can't really tell because my mom is always like trying to be a people pleaser or whatever so i can't really tell if she's upset i think she's just like you can do whatever you want but then like i don't know just like a, the voice gets a little higher <laughs> it's not a problem just, just do it just do it <laughs> and uh justin's parents like his brother his brother eloped too and so i think his mom was temporarily like really being like you guys have to have a wedding because your brother didn't Oh. And then I think she just kind of got over it. So I, I don't know. She may be upset, but it seems like it's going to be okay. What's the notification process for eloping? Like, were you like, we're going to do this when we get down there? Or you didn't tell anybody, then did it, and then told everybody? Or? Good question, Jake. Uh, great question, Jake. <laughs> uh, I, I told my immediate family that we were going to elope. And then, you know, then with social media, you just got to post those pics. Yeah, yeah. Sweet pics, and then everybody Everyone knows. knows. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I could have gone and not told them that I was going to do it. I feel yeah. like I got to do that. So that's cool. And then are you going to have a party or something? Oh, man, we've been talking about that. That's you're opening a wound, Josh. <laughs> uh, we thought about having a party, uh, but then it, it like 
I feel like I don't want to have a party because then when we start talking about it, it becomes something bigger and bigger. And I'm just like, it seems like we're just going to have a second wedding. Like if what, what's the point of eloping? <laughs> and then like, how many people do you invite? And I hate all that stuff. So we might have something like maybe our year anniversary. Maybe huh. we'll have something. There you I, go. I had like another couple that did that, that they eloped and then they had a party after a year and that felt good. So we'll see what happens. Mike, what was your wedding like? Uh, it was a bit of a uh, shotgun, shotgun scenario. Uh, <laughs> really? My, yeah. My, my wife was uh, almost five months pregnant <laughs> and um, we had been uh, dating so- for six months. <laughs> 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 Did you see the movie Knocked Up? We, uh, we'd, no, we'd, we'd, we yeah, met in Betty college. used to be a reporter, right? She's going to get a promotion. Kristen Wiggs would be mean to her. Uh, no, we'd been dating since college. And so I think the idea was that we would eventually get married, but I was not in a hurry to do it. And at the time uh, we were 25 and, um, and, uh, then she, uh, she got herself pregnant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we, we, she, she got pregnant because, uh, cause we were both stupid. And, uh, and so then we were just like, I, I called my mom and I was like, Betty's pregnant. We're getting married. And she was like, um, congratulations. Uh, when you tell people from now on, you maybe just tell them we're getting married. So it's not like, and then like ease into it. And I was like, that's, that's good advice. Cause it was, cause it was just, I was so terrified. Uh-huh. So we were going to, we lived in New York at the time and, and, uh, her mom was helping to plan it in Houston because that's where Betty's from and that's where we were going to do it. And her mom, uh, was going through breast ca- cancer at the time. And so it was like all these things were happening at once. Um, and I think her mom was happy to have a project, but I felt terrible because she was doing all this heavy lifting. And I was in New York where I was like, Oh, I'm going to go to Florida for a week to do a short form improv tour <laughs> at Disneyland. <laughs> Good luck, Betty, while you're pregnant. Like, uh, but so she was, she was pregnant, but she wasn't showing yet. And, um, and it was actually really great. We, we, we did it at a park down the street from her house. And I had a friend of mine kind of make this, um, can it be an altar if it's not religious? Is that, or is that oh. altar just a wedding? Like he made like a thing, like an arch wooden yeah. thing for us. There you go. And then another friend of ours, uh, played music and then Betty's friend made her dress. And then, uh, Whoa. wow. There was, was some, it, was there was some other homemade. <laughs> What's that? I said, what, what did, how to turn out? She looked like the little match girl. It was awful. <laughs> no, it was beautiful. It was great. Um, but it was, I figured but it just felt really organic. And, um, and then we had a, just a, a reception at a friend's house down the street. And, um, and similar to your having a party one year later, although now we've almost been 15 years, but, but uh, Betty felt bad that there wasn't any dancing at the reception. So I have this fantasy that on some anniversary, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll organize something where people get together and can dance. <laughs> there you go. I'm talking Josh, uh, I know. Uh, I know your fiance's bride of uh, maid of honor made her wedding dress. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to help out a little bit. Uh, I think it's probably best if you sit this one out. I made you a tuxedo. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna go to look. the men's warehouse. No, look, I made it. Okay, and I, you know, I wanted it to mean something. So, like, it's different like- parts are made from our friendship. It's got a little bit of your lacrosse uh-huh. uniform and. Uh, also, the, um, some of the 
some parts are the jinkos from when we used to wear jinkos. Oh, where you found those jinkos? Uh, yeah, try yeah. it. You try it on. I'll put it on the code. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like a traditional service. We're sort of going for a traditional look. Like pull the hood up. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to wear a hood. What? I'm not going to wear a hood at my what? wedding. I do appreciate. I'm, I like the jacket. I mean, Thank I, you. I definitely like maybe frame it and put it in. Like uh, in the man cave or something. What? Uh, <laughs> knock, knock. Oh, I know I'm not supposed to see you before, but oh, I'm sorry. Are you the rapper Snow? <laughs> uh, no, it's me. What? It's oh, me, oh. Well, sweetie, uh, get get out of that ridiculous. It's a uh, rave costume, and Jake's trying to do something nice for my. I made that tuxedo for the wedding. Oh, I'm not much of a sewer, but I think I did okay. Oh. He's more of a gluer, it seems. Yeah. Uh, Rubber cement will hold. Mm-hmm. We're we're skyping the wedding into my father's hospital room before we take him off life support. This is what you want him to wear? Well, I just thought it would be a men's warehouse. That guy doesn't know you. I know you. This has sentimental. This yeah. is, there's sentimental here. There's something sentimental. You guys aren't about seeing it. the whole picture. I am seeing the whole picture. Put the goggles on. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. Keep getting mimosa'd up with my girlfriends, okay? Hey, Josh, cool. deal with this. <laughs> cool it on the mimosas, by the way. <laughs> Life's an alcoholic. Uh, yikes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces here, so I don't need to be looking like a 1990s Canadian white rapper. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, Fine. I believe, I understand it's sentimental, but, you know, I mean, I appreciate the gift. I, I I'll keep it. I'm I'm not gonna. I it does mean something to me. But the wedding itself is like, I sort of did a lot of planning. I don't need a, like a lot of sentimental stuff. Okay. Um, sure. Don't hey, come on. <laughs> don't stand in the corner. Hmm. Will you at least try the boots on? Why did you give me tuxedo boots? You said you're making me a tuxedo. Why would you make boots? Why is that the question you ask? And <laughs> okay, not fine. Here we go. <laughs> Velcro. <laughs> Another one. Okay. Okay. How do they fit? I made Not. those shoes. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. <laughs> Not my size. Uh, <laughs> too big, too small. Too small. Too, s- <laughs> uh-huh. too small. These look like okay. you took them off a Paddington Bear or something like that. I did. I took them off the Paddington Bear. Too small? I got, okay, what about these sandals? Stop working so hard. Ah, what do you want from me? I want you to just relax. Have a have have a mimosa. Today's all you got to do today is worry about your speech. Knock knock. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, okay. I'm the arch builder. Oh, I'm building oh. the 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 arts, the non-religious arch. <laughs> yes, for the you. wedding. And I just I need to know what you're wearing for the wedding so I can build the arch appropriately. Okay, um, uh, I need to know. I would hope the arch would be done by now. Uh, <laughs> you're still tinker. You're just getting started on it, are you? It's ninety percent done, but I need to uh, make some adjustments. I I love to incorporate what uh, solely the 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 groom is wearing uh, for the arch, and uh, I just need to. See. We cut to a backyard. I, it's just a deck. Like I don't. Maybe a bathing suit. I don't know. Like I. I I don't understand. Just, I thought you were just going to lay planks of wood down. No, I need nail- to know what you're wearing before I make the deck. 
God, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, sandals, board shorts. I mean, I was hoping to relax out here, but I, I don't want to feel locked into having to wear a specific outfit when I come in my backyard. Oh, but if you don't wear the same outfit, it won't match. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, okay. I guess I, I, you, I, I'm sorry. I, you were very highly recommended. No one made clear to me that I have to match with my deck. I really don't give a shit if it matches. Well, excuse me. I'm just going to take my deck and go. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. Wait, you already built it? <laughs> well, Before I, you knew what I, I was going to wear? 90, Wait a second. I 90% of it, sir. And then I was going to adjust and make some tinkering based on your outfit. Oh, God, it really does match me perfectly. I never thought wood could be like a reflection. Cut to a week later. Get rid of this deck. <laughs> why, why would you fashion a deck out of your worst outfit? Sandals and board shorts? <laughs> We're going to host parties back here. Sometimes I like to skateboard with my friends. Oh, you do not. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm gonna. You're, I'm gonna. I keep. Look, I'm going to call Rod. It's too late to become out. a skater. It's not too late. I used to skate, all right? <sighs> this is this is an ugly backyard. It's a bad deck. You know what's ugly? Careful. You on the inside. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. I don't either. By the way, why is there scripture in this deck? Is this a religious deck? Wait, what? (laughs) This looks like old scrap metal from a religious arch. Oh, this is like in and out things where you flip up the cup and then you find out, wait a second, this is religious fast food. What the fuck? Uh, let's get into the meat part of the podcast. Uh, this is where we get into the true stories. Um, Mike, you're up first. Okay. What would you like to talk about? By the way, if you hear my phone buzzing, dear listener, Whoa. it's just uh, the same health insurance that calls me every day, four times a day, uh, asking me if I want to sign up for health insurance. I already have health insurance, so don't worry about it. You get harassed by the same health insurance yeah. people? Really? Yeah. Wow. I have no idea when it started it just start, or how it started, but it's like in the last two have weeks. Have you asked them to every- not call you? I hit the do not call thing, like I. Huh. But when you pick up, whatever. This isn't. A, I get like four calls a day from my daughter's middle school, and it's always a recorded thing, being like, "We're gonna have coffee with the superintendent if you want." I'm, and it's, it's and it's borderline harassment. Wow. <laughs> I think I'm ready to like. I would take a phone that didn't have a phone call option. I think at this point. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where you can't like I can only initiate can only text and yeah, email yeah. and. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just like it only had my parents and nine one one on it. Yeah, <laughs> get uh-huh. me fine. All right, to your story, Mike. Enough about <laughs> enough about my incessantly ringing phone. Um, well, I was trying to think of a meaty story, and I thought of a few, and and then I re- after thinking about it, I realized all of them involved me um, inappropriately yelling at someone. Uh, so here's one of those stories. Uh, uh, Boy, <laughs> I know it was a big it was a big wake up call. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the meat leads to enlightenment. <laughs> How many stories I have are me being abusive. But um, I was in uh, Austin where my mom lives and uh, my sister had recently gotten married and we were going to go to uh, her mother-in-law's house, her husband's mother's house. Um, I'm explaining what a mother-in-law is. Um, and, uh, so I was at my mom's house and it's me and my mom and then my mom's sister who lives in Northern California, my aunt, who's uh, great. And my mom and my aunt are really um, close with each other. They're like best friends. And they talk all the time. And, and um, I've never seen them have a, a crossword between them. Um, but so we're getting ready. And um, 
I am ready. And then my mom, uh, sometimes takes a long time to get ready and she's drinking this story. I should also preface by saying paints a picture of my mom that is not hundred percent accurate with how she is as a human. Uh, cause, uh, cause she's not, she's not a drinker and, uh, and, uh, and she's amazing. But anyway, so she's getting ready and she's just taking a long time and she's drinking wine. And so she's kind of enjoying herself. And so my aunt is getting kind of stressed out and wanting to leave and being really anxious about getting there on time. And she's like, your mom always does this. We're like, she, uh, she, uh, just ends up taking too long and then we're late and then I feel terrible. And so she was like, <laughs> she was like, I want you to tell me if she's drinking. Um, and then meanwhile, I go in and check on my mom and my mom is kind of laughing about her sister being stressed out. And again, I can't stress how much they, this is like, <laughs> they, they really get along. But so I go to my mom and she's, she is, she's having wine. She's kind of like enjoying, like saucily enjoying like <laughs> that. My aunt's getting upset. And, um, like she always does, right? <laughs> no, you wanted to make that clear. no, if that's a test, <laughs> then no, she doesn't. They really, <laughs> do you ever have it where you're telling a story and then you're realizing like, this doesn't reflect an accurate picture yeah. of this person, but this particular story, like, yeah. But anyway, so my mom kind of puts me in the middle. She's like, don't tell her I'm drinking. And so now my mom is saying, keep this secret for me. And my aunt is saying, uh, you tell me if something's going on. So, um, uh, something happened where I think I was like, or my, I know what it was. My mom had asked me to get her more wine. And so I'm traveling with the, the cup and, uh, and I'm going to the, in the kitchen and I'm sneaking some more wine in there. And, um, I, I also like to imagine that you're just ready to go in this scenario. Like, uh, you just have jobs. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Well, it was, it was a pretty informal event. Like we were yeah. meeting, we were meeting the in-laws, but it wasn't like, I, it wasn't a big dress up thing. So, uh, but my mom's one of those people like she likes to like, you know, get made up. And um, so I get the wine and then my aunt like appears out of nowhere and is like, what's this? And uh, and I can't remember what I said, but I made some joke like, ah, you caught me or something. And she like dead serious. And my aunt and I also are like really close and there's never really been a crossroad between us. But she was like, that's bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> and so I go into the into the bathroom where my mom's getting ready. And I, and I was like, yeah, Carolyn, like, I think she's really upset. And she's like, Oh, it's fine. It's fine. So then I start getting irritated that, that my mom's not taking it seriously at all. My aunt's taking it way too seriously. And I'm caught in the middle of this thing that I don't care about at all. <laughs> so we drive to, uh, my sister's mother-in-law's house and, uh, we park and then we're getting out. And I was like, Hey guys, I just have to say something. I was like, and I, I, I really don't appreciate that you put me in the middle of that whole thing. Cause it's your guys' thing. It has nothing to do with me. And then I, I am not very confrontational. And so, so there've been times when I have, this is the, the yelling thing that I was saying. Sometimes when I do confront something, it's like this dam just opens up and I, I, I do it way too much. So it got to the point where every time they started to explain, I was just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this is your, this is your bullshit. You shouldn't have asked me to get you the wine and you shouldn't get mad at me. So fuck both of you. And the other thing about my, my mom and my aunt is they're both very like pro therapy, pro self-actualization. So as I'm berating them and abusing them, they're both kind of nodding like, yeah, Michael, good. Like, like see, they're like, I can see this pride in their eyes. So I, it's to the point where I'm just like physically exhausted just from unloading on this thing. There was not, it was not nowhere near worth the level of, uh, of rage that came out of me. And, uh, and then we go into the party 
And, um, and the mother-in-law pulls me aside and she's like, Hey, is everything all right? Because I guess we, I, everybody had been in the backyard when this was happening and I didn't realize this, but I guess my aunt had started to open the door. So the car door was open and they were like 15 feet away from us while I was just screaming at pit, like top volume at my mother and my aunt who were, who were so proud of me for doing it. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, just like, I was like, get the fuck out of my, no, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I was, I was like, everything's fine. Sorry. You heard that. Uh, uh, man, I'm trying to think of, uh, well, first of all, give me the cliff notes on your other ones. <laughs> the, the, the one of the ones specific that I thought of was I had started this, this job and we were trying to figure out if we could stay late one day. And, um, uh, some I was saying, well, I can't stay late this day because it's my, my, this was years ago. And, and I was like, it's my, my daughter's birthday. And, uh, and then I was like, uh, she's 17. And then this woman who I didn't know very well was like, is she? And I was like, no. And so I kept kind of doing these jokes like that with this woman who, and in retrospect, she was a hundred percent in the right. I was a hundred percent in the wrong, but I was doing these sarcastic jokes with a woman who didn't know me very well. And she was getting increasingly irritated where she was like, I don't know you, but it ended up with us behind closed doors where I was being like, I wouldn't joke around with you if I didn't like you. All right. So like, and everyone, everyone, people outside later were like, I've never heard you use profanity before. Um, yeah, it was awful. But I, we, we did like this 20 minute just screaming match at each other. <laughs> and again, totally out of character for me. And, and I think for her also. Is there any correlation between the, like, do you think that there's something that's sort of like, is it just like a slow build of social uh, faux pas? I don't know. Like, is there anything that's like, oh, this, I guess, is what sets me off or this is how this happens? I guess the thing that maybe sets me off is if I feel like I am being wronged in some way. But in the first case, I would say I was it was kind of wrong to put me in the middle, but I had a totally disproportionate response. In <laughs> yeah. the second time, I thought I was being wronged. <laughs> so I was like, clearly I'm joking. But then like and it was it was maybe years later, I was like. Oh no, wait, she was, she was totally right. Oh, here's a fun fact. That woman was one of the teenagers from, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street for the dream master (laughs) who later went into producing. Really? I I identify with you because I am not confrontational at all too. And I have the same thing where if I do, then it ends up being bigger than normal. Like I think the last time I really like got really upset was, like Sean Diston, one of the one of the performers at UCB, was like coaching one of the Herald teams, but like next to when I was teaching, and they were just being really, really loud and like slamming and like just the most noise I'd ever heard. I don't know what they were doing, so like I was like gonna go be like, "Hey, can you guys be quiet?" But instead, when I opened the door, I was like, "I have never heard so much noise in this entire," and I'd never talked to Sean before, and just like just like fumed at him and like everybody in the room was just like I didn't even know what happened I was so embarrassed and then now that's like I'm sure whenever I see Sean and he's like you're the guy that opened the door and screamed at us for rehearsing yeah I've never seen you uh I've never seen you blow up at anybody before it's pretty rare I thought there was one time I did it with you where you and I were texting back and forth I can't remember it was, but there was something I you did that I thought was passive and I called you and I was like, "Hey, man! Like, <laughs> I'm trying to That's be, I'm trying to be sincere about that." And you were immediately like, "All right, buddy. I'm sorry." Buddy. I'm like, All right, buddy. <laughs> I once had a thing where I was at South by Southwest, and it was like a pretty 
good time <laughs> in my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was like literally like right after South by Southwest, I was starting a new job that I was excited about. Uh, what was the job? Uh, it was when I was writing for Team Coco, the mm. the website, which is a whole other thing, but <laughs> maybe foolishly excited for that job. Uh, it was fine. Um, but so it was a weird thing where like I was in South by Southwest to talk about like uh, the Twitter thing. And then I was... You mean the BP Yeah. And, and I was doing something for Funny or Die. And then also Team Coco was there and they just hired me. So I had like this vacation before I started and I was like... I invited the Team Coco guys to this funnier die party. It's just like the lamest fucking droppy store name, whatever. No, no, but that, but, but it sounds like there was this confluence of like, oh, all these kind of amazing things, things are happening. Are I'm here. Yeah. I'm in a fun, exciting place, and I'm technically kind of working, so it's even better. Yeah. Well, you know that's the feeling where like you're about to start a job, so you're like the like yeah. right before that, really you're like, relax. Yeah. You, you don't know yeah. how disappointing it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was like really in total vacation, good times mode and stuff, uh, drinking a little bit, <laughs> which which has uh, <laughs> reared its head. Um, <laughs> but uh, there was someone at this funnier die party who I worked with. I helped produce a video way earlier, but the video was so offensive and bad that. Like I didn't even ask Funny Dad to pay me for it. It was like a freelance thing. They like handed me this thing, and were like, "Punch it up a little. Like we can produce it." And uh, what was so offensive about it? <sighs> trying to be very uh, dancing around. <laughs> the premise of the thing, and it, and I don't think this guy was necessarily in the wrong, but it was like it was at a convenience store. There was like, uh, um. Boy, is an Indian guy that worked at the convenience store. Very topical now with the Apu mm-hmm. thing. Uh, and like me and my friend were playing like people trying to rob it or whatever. And then he would scare us off. Like it was basically a one note sketch. He scared us off by like exp- like having fake dynamite on himself, like a fake bomb on himself. But it, and also doing. I mean, he's the Indian guy, so he can get away with some of this stuff. Like like. But even then, before like people were w- trying to be woke at all, I was like, "This doesn't feel right." Like, yeah. So like, it was his sketch. It was kind of his sketch, but he had also like that was the one idea, and we were trying to like build around it. But I just like I've I did enough stuff at Funny or Die where I was like, I can't have my face and stuff that I'm not mm-hmm. uh, feeling anymore. And it definitely happened to me a couple times at Funny or Die where like I was in something, and then there was an uproar, and then like everyone took their name off it, but I'm like, Oh, thanks. My face is still on the fucking thing. Uh, uh so I just kind of like backed away and was like, they had all the footage and I just gave it to them. And I was like, I'm not working on this from here on out. Like you have the thing that you, we talked about. Anyway, was one producer on that who was kind of difficult at the time, but not very difficult. But she like, I saw her at this funny or die party and I was like, Hey, what's up? She's like, I thought we were cool, Josh. And I was like, Oh <laughs> fuck. And like, I was like, come on. I'm like, I, if I gave this to funny or die, she's like, yeah, you didn't work on it. Or she like started coming at me and like, wouldn't at all. Like, like was not interested in a handshake. Let's just put it that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you couldn't resolve it. I couldn't, she everything I said was gonna get worse, and it turned into a screaming match that like followed us on the back of this party bus. And my f- new employers were right there, <laughs> so I was just screaming at this 
like there's i remember there was like it turned oh. a corner where like i just snapped and i was like all right you want to do this and i was like that's a fucking racist premise <laughs> like, like, and i just went at it and then the next day i woke up and i was like oh my god i have to <laughs> i have to address this with my yeah. two new bosses oh man and uh they were like oh you just seem passionate uh which i think was a way of being like okay (laughs) like they technically can't it can't affect my job because i hadn't started yet (laughs) and it was a party (laughs) do you know what i mean i like that i was like anything that happens at a party technically (laughs) but i yeah i mean i was too drunk and i I never yell like that I, i can't even think of another time where i've like expressed my anger in like a, ah, I've never done that. I usually am pretty good about like, do you know what I mean? I don't because I'm a yeller. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I feel like you guys are all worried about me now. I'm not worried about <laughs> I, you. I, I, I worked there for a year and a half. But everything you said <laughs> makes sense of like you were drinking, which is already going to kind of like, like raise, yeah. raise the level a little bit. And, uh, and it seemed like she was being kind of unreasonable where you were like, I felt really uncomfortable working on this. Yeah. And she wasn't hearing that side of it. I wasn't even trying to bring up that side of it. Do you oh, know what I mean? Until she, like, <laughs> until she wouldn't even just be like, you know, I've seen so many people that have worked on stuff that like, you know, that wasn't 100% kosher that you just go like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you know, I don't know. Make it into a thing. Why is this about me now? Jake, when did you yell at someone? <laughs> uh, I don't have a ton of the, like, I'm also non-confrontational. I can't think. Uh, the thing that it made me think of is, like, uh, when I was a teacher, because I was a special education teacher, I would often be in classrooms that were not my classroom. I would just, like, push into the classroom, and it would be the biology teacher's classroom, and I would be there to, like, support my students or wait till they broke into groups and work with them. And how many so, students were you working with on average at a time? Um, in a classroom, it might be like three or four. Uh, my caseload was like 28 or 30. So, gotcha. uh, and how, like, sorry, how old were the kids? Like this, is, uh, like high this school? is middle school to high school. school so school. like, uh, seventh through 12th grade. So, um, and it would be like, okay, I have to work with this student, uh, 60 minutes a week on ELA. So I'm going to push into their English language arts class and help support them in whatever kind of group work they're doing. Does this story end with you yelling at a mentally <laughs> handicapped person? <or> a- <laughs> no, it does not. Okay, uh, um, the What would routinely happen is I would watch teachers snap. Like... Uh, there's an old NPR story about the rubber room, which is like, uh-huh. they yeah, fire. Yeah. and there's a teacher in there who's like, I threw a desk. He's like, I don't, I wanted to get into teaching cause I loved it. He's like, and I was passionate and he's like, and I snapped and I threw a desk across the room. So now I'm in this rubber room cause they can't fire me cause of the union or whatever. Oh uh, yeah. I heard that. I would see those moments because one of the things they teach you, if you're going to be a special education teacher in another person's classroom is like you have to respect the power dynamic. Like, not that I would c- get control over the room, but I'm, they don't want you to try because you're essentially saying the person who runs this room is not running this room correctly. Right. I'm going to come in and run the room. So a lot of it is just like you watch it happen and you'll watch the class kind of be rowdy and the teacher like try some stuff and it's like, they continue to try it. And then it's like, this is going to be bad. Uh, and they like kind of forget that you're in the room or like, and I've just seen 
yeah, like a dozen times teachers just like slam their fists against the board and be like, I need everybody to shut up. <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, uh, and it's like, you just watch that like click where somebody's just like, I can't do this right now. Like they just, people have breaking points and it, like routinely watching somebody just like the nicest person. We were having a great chat. 30 minutes earlier and it's like it doesn't take anything but a room full of teenagers to make uh, like a responsible mature adult just be like pound their fist on a desk uh, and then be like <sighs> okay uh, and everybody's like frozen and it was just like the first time I saw it happen I was like unprofessional and then you would just see it happen enough times where it's like oh everybody kind of has that point where they're like I stopped thinking rationally. I just like exploded. Yeah. So that's kind of the thing that makes me think of that is like people who uh, like, there was no indication that this was going to happen, but I was observing long enough to just like watch the uh, kids just like push a teacher's buttons over the course of a day. <laughs> and then it was like, I can't take it anymore. Uh, but I normally had small groups. So it was like, I never had that problem. I don't, I don't think I ever, snapped at a student uh i did like uh there was a kid that like i sent to the office and then i like watched out the window and he didn't go to the office and i like marched out of my classroom and walked him to the office and was like took him into the office and i was like he needs to sit here and it was like it felt like somebody else was controlling me like i was just like and then went and talked to the principal and was like and like they're getting the end of it. They don't get to see all this stuff. So it's just like Mr. Jabor is very worked up. Uh, I'm just like, you don't understand it. He said, uh, like, I told him to sit down. He didn't sit down. Uh, and and the like kids a, just sitting there with doe eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, he won. I'm talking Um, hey, so thanks so much for uh, seeing me for this job interview. Uh, I'm uh, I'm excited um, that I've made it this far. And uh, oh, great! Well, we're we're excited about your. Uh, you seem like a great candidate. Thanks. I mean, uh, yeah, just uh, engineering is my life, and uh, and this would be a dream. Uh, can you hold on just one second? Uh, okay. Oh, it's my landlord. Hold on. Hello. Hello. Jerry. Yeah. Just it's a third of the month. And- oh, you, oh, okay. You you want to do this now? You want to do this right now, Jerry? Just a friendly reminder. Oh, just a friendly reminder. You passive aggressive motherfucker. Why don't you take your dick and put it up your butt, okay, Jerry? I'm so fucking sick of this. I don't need this right now. It's just it's rent is due on first of the month. Oh, okay. My dick's due on the third of the month. Goodbye. Ah, oh, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, uh, wow. Uh, that was uh. Are you okay, sir? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, let me let me tell you what I think about the current state of engineering right now. <laughs> would you say Would you say that outburst is typical of of your disposition? Uh, you're you'd be in charge of quite a lot of people if you were to get this job. No, 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 not at all, not at all. And also, that I mean, that's my landlord. So in a way, like he holds dominion over me because I have to pay him for this apartment but uh obviously very nice it sounded like he was just reminding you that rent was due <laughs> well third of the month i i mean the fact that you could hear him from over there on my cell phone tells me that he was he was probably screaming so <laughs> he's uh 
Hold on, just one second. Hello. This is an interview. Hello. Uh, Hi. um, uh, I'm uh, Greg. I'm your Lyft driver. I think you left your wallet in the car. Oh, is that right, Greg? Is that right? Why don't you try to scam somebody else, Mr. Nigerian Prince? Go fuck yourself. Oh, I left the wallet in my car, and then I go, and then I'm like, oh, I got my wallet, and then you're like, well, then I'll take that one. And then you give me the empty one. Fuck you, Greg. Why don't you take your dick, (laughs) swallow it, Poop it out your butt and then stick it up your butt. All right? (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Oh, God. Fuck you, Greg. Click. What? Ah. (laughs) What was was that about? From my understanding, I, I only heard part of the conversation. It sounds like you left your wallet in a... In a shared ride, and they were trying to return it to you. That's what he. That's what he wanted me to believe. But it was obviously a scam. Do you have your wallet with you? Uh, I don't seem to have it right now. But um, but it's probably. Uh, I'm sure it's in my jacket pocket. Like it's not in my jacket. Do you have uh, some kind of obsession with dicks and? Sorry, where people should put them. I I would hate to jeopardize my chances at this interview, but. I don't think it's appropriate for you to ask me that question. I'm sorry. That's like asking how old somebody is or their religion. Like, I, you may be right. Uh, I, I'm straight, by the way, though. Okay, uh, if that's what you're getting at. Okay, this is taking a real turn. I'm not asking that at all. Um, so, what do you? I, re, I mean, I really should just cancel this interview at this point. But really? I, I mean, you seem like a very aggressive person, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I'm aggressive. I'm aggressive about. I'm passionate about my job. Can you excuse me for just one second? What is? I'm it? so sorry. I'm blowing up. Hold on one second. Hello, hello. This is a recording from your elementary school. Oh, it's a recording. <laughs> it's a recording. We would like to invite Fuck you. you recording Why to a principal computer chip, computer chip, dick. <laughs> rip it off your robot body and. Fuck yourself in the ass with it. We'll see you Saturday. Bleed robot coffee with oil the principal. blood or whatever. Go we cut to the school. <laughs> Did the robot voice work? Did people no? Were people nicer to you? I kept getting told to put my butt. Now they're just saying put my robot dick in my butt. I don't understand what you're calling in the robot voice. Just well, use your own voice. But the, if people think it's a recording, maybe they won't lash out so much. But. It seems so that I'm just getting lashed out at regardless. But you could just make it sound like you're recording. You don't have to do this like Vicky from Small Wonder Voice. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe people are taking... Someone's got to have coffee with the superintendent. That's I'm trying to get it done. But maybe people are taking umbrage with robots. I'll Sir, I'm sorry. Me. We're going to find someone to have coffee with you. I promise. <laughs> I just don't understand why people are so upset. I don't either. It might be the robot voice. I can just try doing it in my regular voice. <clears throat> Let's see. Boop, 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 boop. <clears throat> you call the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, this is a recording from your uh, elementary school. We were wondering. What's oh, recording? Hey, I got a message would... for you. Why don't you play this back? <laughs> Fuck you, answering machine. Coffee. <laughs> Why don't you travel back to 1982 and put a dick in the time machine and fuck yourself with the play button. Take your audio cassette. Click. That didn't work at all. Yeah, you didn't even commit to the robot, to the recording. I was not, I reacted to what he was saying. He told me to go back in time and f- f- put a penis in my butt or something. It's just, really? I, yeah. 
I don't even know. Put a dick in a time machine. Yeah, put the dick in the time machine. It sounded like (laughs) okay. Well, I didn't quite hear it. I was getting berated. Play button on your answering machine. I have all this coffee, and I need someone to drink it with me. So you're going to get on top of this. Sorry, we went to Costco. I have a Costco size amount of coffee. Maybe it's that you said you were recording, so it kind of has the same effect as a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seems like people wouldn't yell at something that couldn't hear or listen. Maybe just some kind of preamble, like, this is a recording, I can't hear what you're saying, or don't respond. Maybe oh. maybe, that, maybe that'll maybe that work. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's give that a shot. Say, this is a recording, don't respond, because I can't hear you. All right, same guy. <laughs> Hello. Hello, this is a pre-recording. I cannot hear you, so please don't respond. We would just like to or invite you, you to <laughs> coffee oh, with sorry. the principal. Helen Keller recording, piece of shit. <laughs> Why don't you take and what's her name, the miracle worker, to have rip her dick off, (laughs) rub it on your hand to spell out water. (laughs) Tendent. On Saturday, we've got. I am in a job interview right now. I cannot have this conversation. Hangs up. Okay, I'm sorry. I promise that's going to be the last time I take any more calls. I'm sorry, sir. You are not getting this job. Did you hear what you said about Helen Keller? <laughs> what? <laughs> I signed. I did the. Isn't that what they do? Where you like you sign in her hand? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I understand that I'm not getting the job. I just need to take this call. I just one second. Hello. Hi. This is the school nurse. Um, unfortunately, your uh, the uh, your son. He's okay, but he was playing kickball, um, and uh, the ball hit him in the butt, uh, and uh, he fell on his penis. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Really? Why do you take? Why do you take a? Why do you do that? You do all that stuff, except at the end of it, after the ball hits you in the butt and you fall down on your penis, why do you take your penis, put it up your butt where the ball is? Uh, I'm just informing you that uh, your son's penis got put in his own butt, and <laughs> oh, oh God, <laughs> oh God, I, this has got to be some kind of ironic fate. I manifested this through yelling at people all my life. Uh, oh no, he's gonna be okay. We're gonna send him to uh, Saint Anthony's Hospital. Um. Uh, and St. Anthony's. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, I hate that fucking place. What? Oh, oh I'm a saint. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm from heaven. Ooh. But I'm on earth and I'm a hospital. I'm a building. Uh, this is a recording. Please do not respond. <laughs> oh. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Um, thanks. I mean, thanks for flying in for the family reunion by the way uh oh, of course. Course. very cool of you to come all the way oh, across the country i miss everybody i wanted to be here uh so as usual we got a little uncle drama uh uh i think uncle andy is uh uh he's he maybe isn't eating as healthy as he should be considering the new uh diagnosis of diabetes uh, so he's kind of going to town in the pretzels and the, and the and the fruit out there so just keep an eye on him okay i just don't did you do me a favor for the family reunion just keep an eye on him uh, i mean i can uh i'd love it 
is there i mean i i'll definitely want to help out but is there a reason why why you uh, you can't do that as are you doing that too or well andy's a little sensitive when about me as brother you know keeping tabs um so it's better to have a proxy uh, uh okay did ben agree to it <clears throat> Honey, did Ben agree to keep it? Yeah, I think he just did. Right, okay. Ben? Uh, I'm going to tape this wire. Sh- we, what, we what? Just tape this wire, put this recorder in your back pocket. <clears throat> Don't uh, ever just... reveal the wire. <laughs> I think, Thank you for doing this. I don't understand what just want to monitor going on. Can I just tell you if he's eating pretzels or not? Like, why do you need to catch it on tape? It has to be very casual the way you bring it up. If he suspects at all that Uncle Charles, me, is uh, is is keeping tabs on him. He's going to lose his shit and this whole family reunion will crumble to the ground. So is this something where when you confront him about it, he denies it and you need to. Capture proof. I suspect somehow. he does deny it. Yes, yeah. we you, just want to suspect. So, I this is just prelim. Like a if if it comes to a he said she said thing, we're not going to be able to sort of that won't hold up. It so recorded, meeting, but proof. we need evidence. Okay, I mean, it just seems awfully advanced for something so small it, like, it's a little it's not a big deal it's just uh, enjoy yourself have a good time and don't hit the mic on your chest or the guys in the van will go crazy <laughs> oh. a van <laughs> yeah it Wait, really annoys them oh my god there's a van in the front of the house uh, it, yeah it says Flo- it says mike's flowers <laughs> but that is indeed our our wiretapping van. Uh, Jesus Christ! What this is also, much bigger than I thought. Watch it on the Jesus Christ stuff, okay? I'm, There's I'm a good so- Catholic man in that van. I'm sorry, I'm so- <laughs> <laughs> can can I hear them? Like, are they gonna? Do I have an earpiece, or they uh, just are monitoring me? Um, a little bit of both, but yeah, they'll they'll speak to you when they feel it necessary. Uh, oh, yeah, here's your earpiece. <laughs> Oh, it's a big one. So you're going to have to pretend you had an accident where you don't hear as well now. What? Can you hear me, son? Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. All right. Peace be with you. Okay. And so it, it make just, up a backstory. Like you were standing next to a cannon was at the circus or something. And, and it got in your right ear. And you're you going to have to pretend to be deaf for the rest of your life is the other thing. So I'm going to say this is a hearing aid? <laughs> yes. And this, this is, is too a, big to hide. This is just because my uncle is eating too many pretzels and, and fruit. Yes. Which That's frames right. do you like on these uh, <laughs> video glasses? What? Those... <laughs> Look at how brown thick one. those are. <laughs> yeah, we're going like to put the, the brown ones or something. On you. There, there you go. Okay. We're going to have to redo the right, rewrite history about your LASIK <laughs> surgery. Uh, one of the lasers went haywire and you got to wear these now at every fa- family gathering. Why do you need to record this on video? The sound isn't enough. We got to lock this down, Ben. I don't know how much more clear I can be. Could you please not yell right into his chest? <laughs> Piercingly loud for us here in the van. Sorry, Father. Uh, I feel like I could just talk to him and (laughs) ask him to eat less pretzels, but okay. okay. Yeah, he'll tear your ass from here till Tuesday if you do something like that, but... Okay, and here's a the trench coat with a <laughs> fake arm. Uh, it's gonna... Uh, we need a sample of the food he's eating. <laughs> a fake arm? Can't I just yes. take it with my own arm? 
This is like a robot hand. <laughs> yes, and we're going to need... The robot hand's going to be able to tell us on the spot what the sugar <laughs> makeup is of the food. He's going to say it's low... F- <laughs> <is this>? Ben, <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, I'll do this. sport <laughs> about this. I'm going to have to pin one of my arms behind my back <laughs> and have this robot arm out. Some people would think it's pretty cool that their uncle gave him a robot arm for a day. I mean, it is cool. I just, I didn't, did you make this or did you rent it? Or I rented it. Okay. That makes more sense, but... It's the spy company. Oh my um, gosh. Oh. McGillicuddy's spy company. <laughs> Right. Since 1972. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's get I mean, out there. That's okay. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. One more thing. Uh, uh, this woman's gonna pretend to be your wife. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I already have a wife. <laughs> yeah, we put her in witness protection. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Carol, where, where where is she? Witness protection. Home with the, the less you know, the better. <laughs> this yes, is about pretzels. <laughs> no, fruit. It's about a family emergency. Is what it's about. Um, when do I get my wife back? Um, I don't. Let's not get into the details there. That might not be a, an option. Uh, but this will be serve as a nice distraction from the robot arm, the trench coat, the the thing. You'll have you'll have something to talk about. Your new wife. What's the benefit of her being here? I I, I am pregnant. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Yeah. Am I supposed to pretend it's my baby? Yes. It actually is your baby. Wait, what? How could that be possible? We've been planning this for months, we have. If we're going to sell this, you're going to have to become a dad. <laughs> we extracted some semen from you while you were sleeping. <laughs> Several months ago. I thought that was a dream. <laughs> you're in this. You're in this. You you woke up during that? <laughs> the robotic arm was supposed to do it very softly. Was it this same arm? By the way, there's a lot of sugar in your semen, just so you know. I don't even know what that means. We didn't either. But uh, you you also might one day have to watch out for type 2 diabetes. Um, we cut to him with the uncle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Ben, you're going to keep jerking off those pretzels? <laughs> I'm, I, uh, not, I'm, just, uh, I'm just feeling them with my normal arm. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Uncle. Uh, it's just, uh, uh, hey, how, what, are you, what, what have you been eating? <sighs> I mean, they've got me on the fruits and pretzels because of the diabetes. But occasionally... I'll sneak a cheese candy, a little caramel. <laughs> um, can you show show it to me? What what am I supposed to do? Act confident for crying out loud, boy. <laughs> Are you sure you're okay? Yeah, I'm good. Can you show me the candy and put it into my hand? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here you go. Well, thank you. <laughs> Now you've got to return a fake candy to him. 
That's right. So that he doesn't get suspicious, boyo. But I don't have one. Improvise. Your wife's life depends on it. Wait, what? <laughs> um. Hey, Uncle, I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I, 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 look out the window there. Look oh. at that. Okay. Look at those hedges and oh my he's God. looking right at the van. <laughs> Mike's flowers. Oh, oh, no. I mean, I mean, look at me. I mean, oh, Jesus, protect us. <laughs> abort! Abort! Don't say that word. <laughs> the sign falls off. It says Father McGillicuddy Spy Services. What was that? Is that oh, I don't think that was a real flower company. Oh, um, here's your candy pack. <laughs> it looks a little different because it melted in my hand, and now it looks like a rock with a <laughs> saran wrap around it. Oh, that's okay. but I, I won't need it. Okay, just hold on to it and don't ask any questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm not supposed to. Uh, something fishy's going on here. I'm gonna need you to wear a wire. <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on, but I think between you and me, we'll get to the bottom of this. Okay, that flower van took off very suspiciously. It's a spy <laughs> equipment on it, but I trust you. You seem like a good egg. So, uh, oh, is, is there any reason why you feel like your brother would... What did he say? Uh, what did my brother say? I didn't, what do I do? <laughs> no, they're gone. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> no, no one. I just hurt my <laughs> ear. <laughs> <laughs> now is not a time to be jerking off. I can't, I can't control it. It's not me. Sweet semen starts flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Hey, Carl, I haven't seen yeah. you uh, in a while. Oh, yeah. I hired you to make that video game for me, that funny video game. Oh, uh, Burn the fags? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gay, so it's funny. Like, I... Yeah, I, I didn't feel super comfortable with it. So, I you know, I I did some of the coding, but I... I don't understand. What do you not feel comfortable with? It's just the premise it seems not okay. It seems offensive. But, uh, but I'm gay, so I don't take any offense with it. I just have a little religious figure running around and burning gay people alive. I know. Uh, I I just can't put my name on this game. What? I I I, I don't want to tell you that you can't do it, but I can't do it. I I'll ha- I'd happily make you another game. Maybe something. Of, you know, swap out some of the roles and I'm on board. And, you know, maybe they're bugs. Um, but you're the Tony Hawk of video games. <laughs> I paid for your name. I, I know. people to know that you're the designer of the game. I, I can't. I just, I'm really excited to work with you. I'd love to be involved in a project. Just not this project. I, I'm sorry. I, I can... I did a little mock-up. Look, it's an exterminator burning bugs. I, everything you wanted 
minus sort of the statements. I like I like the flamethrower. I like the exterminator. Okay. But those are bugs. Yeah, Could you make them like gay or like <laughs> rainbow bugs or I. Uh, I mean, his vein is popping out of his forehead. <laughs> just sweating so hard. I don't. I mean, what if we just let them be bugs and then whoever's playing could determine the sexuality as they. I don't want to. I can't do this. This is too. It, I don't want to send that message. It's too much for me. Maybe. Um, I, I mean, we could make it a bug burning exterminators. I could I could flip it. I only have two mock-ups. It's an exterminator and bugs, but we can put them wherever you want. But that's all I kind of went with. I can't do the. Why do you want to do a preacher burning gay people? Because it's subversive. It's taking ownership of something. Okay. Uh, no, I can't do it. No. I I gave it a second thought. I can't. No, I'm wow. sorry. Wow, I can't say that I'm I'm really disappointed. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disappoint you. There's millions of pre-orders for this game. <laughs> Six months later. And the Nobel Prize for Best Satirical Video Game goes to Burn the Fags. We'd like to acknowledge how important this was in taking ownership of uh, bigotry and hatred against gay people and laughing in the face of that. But I, we don't usually do this, but there was one man who distanced himself from the project and didn't believe in its mes- message of uh, inclusion and acceptance. His name is Carl Albertson, the Tony Hawk of video games. And we flew him out here. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? He's sitting in the front row, and now I'm going to do a Phil Collins in the air tonight. Oh, my God. You're being called out, sir. What? How dare you? Shame on you. What? What did I do? I thought that was... I didn't realize it was satirical. Here's a picture of him showing that he thinks gay people are like bugs and burning all of the bugs. No, I don't think gay people are like... I was trying an alternate approach. I thought it was still... It could be a game. I didn't realize this was a satire. I'm not at fault here. Boo. Boo. He was getting the Nobel Peace Prize. Why shouldn't we be a peaceful, accepting community? Why am I getting booed? Oh, so look who knows so much about how the Nobel Peace Prize is supposed to work. The most hateful man since Adolf Hitler. Okay, that's extreme. I'm not that guy. I made look, look at my other games. Uh, Choo Choo Choose an Adventure. (laughs) It's about building trains. That's fine. Trains? Like in concentration camps? (laughs) What? More like Jew, Jew, Jews. No, no. Oh, an adventure? You think the Holocaust was an adventure, sir? No, I didn't. No, this is. It was just about choosing a train and the tracks he would go on. I'm not trying to say Those anything. six million I'm- people didn't have a choice about the train they went on, sir. How dare you? Oh, my God. Look, I'm a kind game developer. I made, uh, you know, Secret Secret Pop. It's just a popcorn game. Uh, you Secret try- Secret Pop, like a father who's molesting his child. And has to keep it a secret. Oh, no. 
or else he'll molest them even no, more. They're little colonels and they're spies, and then when they get found out, they pop. That's is all. That, is that what the father tells them? Oh, you're just a bunch of spies. Keep the secret. This Keep the secret. secret. Or else everything's over. This is absurd. We're no. turning the lights on child molestation. And- no, I'm not supporting any of those. Okay, look, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that what I've done has been. Uh, I'm. Sorry for my involvement in this, okay? I apologize. I won't. Oh, God. you! I, everyone's misconstrued what I've said. I'm sorry. Look, I, I didn't mean any ill will towards anyone. I'll just... I'll retire from game development if that's what you all want. Not good enough. <laughs> what? Burn him! <laughs> oh, my God! Burn him! Time to the stake! Today's episode of the Meat Improv is brought to you by Berserk Audio. That's B Z R K Audio. Jake, what do they do? They make tweeters for your car. That's right. <laughs> they make tweeters or treble upper mid range audio speakers uh, for your car. So if your stock speakers in your car are a little muffled or weird sounding, you're not getting the full. Trebs. Which you're probably not if you've got stock speakers. Yeah, I uh, definitely am not in my car. And uh, and I just got these tweeters, and uh, I can't wait to try them out. <laughs> yeah, they're going to add, uh, you know, enrich the detail uh, and add some clarity to those. Horns, pianos, snares, vocals, and strings. These tweeters can be pivoted, Jake. You ever hear about that? Yeah, you can optimal placement. up anywhere in your car, you can... Point them around so you can get treble pointed right at your dome. Oh, baby. If you're living in L.A., you're going to want some sweet tweets. <laughs> they're small. <laughs> they're small. And they're convenient. They pack a punch. So, uh, again, it's BZRK is the name of the company. So visit BZRKAudio.com or search Amazon or eBay for BZRK. Go berserk. Go berserk. <laughs> Let's move on to our next story. Uh, ben, what would you like to talk about? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I only have, like, two big stories. <laughs> One I've talked about before, you've probably heard, uh, maybe. I don't know. So I was in a coma once for two days. I did not know that. What? Mike knows the story. Oh, it's a doozy. No, it's not that crazy. But, like, when I was in Arizona and I was 22, I think, I was still in the closet. I was dating this guy and I didn't tell my parents about it. Uh, and we had done ecstasy a couple of times and it was fun. (laughs) And then one time, uh, the last time I did it, uh, we were at a, like a friend's party, uh, at their con, their condo. And this guy, Sky got us, uh, (laughs) ecstasy from somewhere. (laughs) His name is Sky. He's is the condo a club or is it, no? Or, it was uh, a condo. condo. It was like okay. over by ASU. It was like oh, okay. Something. Everything's not a club. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's guy. He's a club. So is Arizona like a rave place? <laughs> and uh, I we took ecstasy, and then I woke up in the hospital, and uh, I had been in a coma for two days. And uh, the reverse, I had almost died, apparently. And it was because when you take ecstasy, like everyone from the 90s or whatever, everyone is like, always like, make sure you're hydrated, like stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. And like, I already drank so much water as it is. And I think maybe what had happened is maybe something was off about it or something. And I got sick. I think it threw up. And then I just kept drinking water. 
And so I got water intoxication, which is like when you drink too much water and your sodium level drops and then you have seizures. And so I was in like I went into seizures. Wow. Have you ever had those before? No, no. I, I obviously I don't remember any of what happened, but like the friends that I was with and then my boyfriend at the time, like they just like dumped me off at the hospital and like didn't say what had happened or what was wrong with me. Like they just left. Like it makes me think of oh like kill bill one or two. And they just like <laughs> kicks the, like the what's it? Sophie, like the, I don't know, but I know you mean, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, but yeah. like they just like dump them off at the hospital. Oh, and yeah. so like they didn't know what was wrong with me, like what had happened. And then, um, like my boyfriend later came to the hospital, like after the fact, like, when I was still alive and like he was trying to get in to see me, but uh, he had to talk to my family and be like, I'm your your son's boyfriend. Like, I want to see Whoa. him. And th- so then they found out that I was gay and then I was dating this guy all How while I was in a coma. Him? How long were you dating him? Like, was it, did he know that you weren't out or did he? Uh, yeah, we had been dating for a while, probably like a year and a half or something. And it was just like. Got I just never talked about it. So they found out that I was gay and that was my boyfriend while I was in a coma. And uh, so then when I woke up, it was just like <laughs> very confusing and like basically I, a whole new world. It was. And uh, I remember the doctor like was very dramatic and he was like, you're so lucky. Like there's a kid uh, the floor above us that died today from the same thing or something like he was like really trying to scare like put the the life of whatever. I don't think that was true. Your your thing was so specific. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and then it was, yeah, the repercussions were like, I guess, I guess the good thing was my family was so glad that I was alive that they were less upset about some of the other stuff that they were just like, okay, I guess we can deal with the gay stuff. Like, because you're still alive. Um, but that's my probably craziest story. Um, Questions, wow. concerns. <laughs> so you came out of the Lots coma, of and the and the closet, <laughs> and the closet. Like you came out, and your like, how did you put it together? Or like, was your boyfriend and your parents there? And then you were like, oh, they know now. Or like, at what point were you informed of like, we know? I feel like when I I the the first time I woke up, it was kind of like halfway awake, and <laughs> one thing I remember is like. That my sister's first husband was there, like, with my family and my boyfriend wasn't there. And I was still in this, like, weird mind loop of, like, needing to drink water or something. And so, like, I was screaming at my sister's boyfriend, who was this, (laughs) like, nice little Jewish boy. Like, get me some fucking water, David! (laughs) Like, screaming at him for some reason. And I think my family was just like, we don't know what's happening. And, like, he was just like, Ben, I can't give you water. And I was like, give me some fucking water! But I thought like it was a dream or something. Yeah. But then when I woke up, woke up for sure, I'm pretty sure my boyfriend was there. And I was just like, this is, this is complicated. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Did the conversation happen after the hospital? <laughs> That's that too much? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think when we got back from the hospital, it would, that was when we got more into the meat of stuff of being like, yeah, I've been seeing this guy for a long time and all that stuff. Uh-huh. I think it we took it slow in yeah. the hospital. Yeah. So first it was just we're just glad you're alive and glad you're alive and it was kind of like hard to like I even remember like it was 
the year that like Kate and Leopold came out or something because <laughs> I had an entertainment weekly. <laughs> <laughs> I had an entertainment weekly and I was like trying to read it to like kill time while I was in the hospital. That's our but- modern day BC and AD, really. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't like concentrate. Like I could barely read at the time. It was like my brain was like re-waking up or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. it was like, it was crazy to try to be reading and being wow. like, I can't even read a magazine. Like what's going on? Interesting. Do you have any like flashes from like what, like in the coma? Like, no, I mean, no, I mean, it's basically darkness. The then? only thing I, yeah, it's like that half waking up and yelling at my sister's first husband to get me water. Is the well, only was it just like the two days were just gone? Yeah, it was just gone. And like, I don't even remember, like I worked at Target at the time and I think my mom had to like call in and be like, my son won't be coming in for a couple of days. Like, <laughs> but she didn't really explain it in a way. So then when I went back to work. They were like, what happened? I don't even remember what I told them. I just think I told them I was sick or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's pretty crazy to have two days go by and no recollection of it. Was there, were you pissed at your boyfriend that he kind of just dumped you at the hospital? Yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a resentment there, obviously. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, because I think that that my family was just angry where they were like trying to get the information and be like, what did he take? What happened? And they wouldn't say because they were worried they were going to get in trouble. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, kind of. We we still dated for several years after the fact, but huh. it definitely is a, a weird rift. That's a little PSA for our listeners. <laughs> Doctors need information. Yeah, make right. sure you drink Gatorade if you're doing ecstasy. Don't <laughs> oh. don't drink water. <laughs> Tons of water. Um, interesting. Huh. I've I've had like a bunch of questions, but I don't know where to begin. <laughs> Is it how long were you in the hospital? Uh, probably just maybe two days after I woke up, so not that long. Okay. Um, yeah. Is it in Arizona? Is it like I imagine it's a bigger deal to have ecstasy and that kind of thing? You know what I mean? Like, I guess it's all illegal. Ecstasy is pretty much illegal everywhere. Yeah, but I know like in New York, if you have like over like a certain amount of weed, it's like jail. Whereas in like, oh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's a good question. Like, I don't know why they were so obviously you're not supposed to be doing ecstasy, but like, I don't think it carried such a stigma that I don't know why they were like, we have to dump them off at the hospital and not say like our friend might die, but it's better than us like getting in trouble. College age and just being being stupid. Yeah. Being being afraid of not knowing what's going to (laughs) happen. I'm sorry. No, that's a great. Our lives are a long time ago. So it doesn't bother me now. You guys can make fun of it. I'm talking real shit. Improv! Okay, guys. Ben's going to be over. Just hide your water bottles. Maybe like pour out the water in the refrigerator. I hate that we have to do this. So do I, but he's got a, you know, he had a problem. There's, I mean, there's still the, the kitchen sink, bathroom sink, the toilet. I'll, I'll just, ah, <laughs> well, the, the bathtub, but there's no way to stop him. We'll just, uh, I'll turn off the water. I'll turn off the water for a couple oh, of hours. God. What if I have to shit? What if you have to shit? Terry is going to have to shit. I guarantee it. It's not about you right now. It's about Ben. Okay. All right. But this has you can to be hold it. This has to be the day that we talk to him about this. All right. 
Okay, we'll just ease into it. Okay, that's it. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, how, how's it going, guys? Good, 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 good. How are you? Thanks for coming over. You want a vodka or some tequila or something? <laughs> um, no. Juice? Uh, a smoothie? <laughs> no. That's soup? Soup? No. I, some broth? You want to make some broth? Um, how thick is the broth? It's pretty thick. <laughs> oh, it, could you maybe water it down a little bit? Or uh, hey, let's just watch the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, we'll just tune in for the very end of it. <laughs> <laughs> and the best picture is. The shape of you know what? <laughs> Let's. I don't wait. Yeah, what, 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 yeah, what movie? Yeah, yeah. What, what movie were they talking oh, about? It's all, who cares what those Hollywood oh, elites are doing? Yeah, who cares about the Hollywood elites? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Holly weird. Yeah, yeah. Look at all these yeah. snacks, guys. These are salty snacks. Pretzels. Oh shit! <laughs> Chips. <laughs> I peanuts. <laughs> Can I, uh, guys have any water? Don't put us in that position. Come on. It's not going to happen again. I can drink a normal amount of water. I don't think you can. <laughs> Frankly, I think, I think the problem is you have a couple waters and then you're like in water mode. And then it's crazy. Like you're another person. You screamed at my boyfriend. Well, he tried to take my water away. <laughs> okay. But you lashed out at him. Okay. You'd had enough water. The doctor said so. You you punched my gardener and, and took his hose from him when he was trying to. He wouldn't let me drink from the hose. I don't I really don't see why that was so urgent right then. You, you hit him I was thirsty. And he wouldn't let me have it. Water is a commodity. It's a thing that everybody deserves. Look, Ben, I, I think you have a problem with drinking water. What are you talking about? We all do. Right, guys? Yeah, we do. I was at your house last week, and I found a water bottle in the tank of the toilet. <laughs> uh, speaking of... <laughs> oh, Terry. Not now. Terry, we're building to something. I know. I'm just... It is... When we're done, just run to the 7-Eleven, all right? Crossing my legs. <laughs> Crossing. I prefer filtered water, and people are just always up my ass about it, so I hit it in the, the, the toilet tank. What's you don't problem? think that's a problem? You don't think there's a problem with that? I don't think it's a problem. I I, I better go to the bathroom. Uh, where's your bathroom? It's around the corner. Somebody go with him. What? I'll, I'll go. <laughs> Terry, you don't go. <laughs> Terry, you stay out of here with me. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to... I have to wait in here while you... What? <laughs> Why? It's for your own good. Wait, I... Well, I, I don't actually need to pee. I just need to wash my hands. We shut the water off, Ben. What? We shut all the water off. You shut the water off? Yes. You can wash with just soap. Or Purell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or Purell. <laughs> yeah, soap will just <laughs> stay on your hands and make it all filmy. Give me some fucking water. Turn on the water. Hey, hey, okay, all right, okay, take okay. it. Okay, it's getting angry. Last time we did this, you stiff armed my dog uh, away from a dog bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take it ben, easy. Ben, you stole 
like $4 out of my <laughs> wallet to buy a, a case of water at Costco. <laughs> I needed that $4. It's just, I'll get you back, man. Yeah, I'm tired of the I'll get you backs, you know? I'm tired of the lying. Is that a cactus? Is that a cactus that you have? Yeah, it is. Oh, Ben, please. A succulent? <laughs> can I? We're can checking I, you in. I, what? We're checking you into Passions? What's <laughs> yes, Passions. <laughs> it's named after the soap opera. <laughs> Passions H2O Rehabilitation Center. It's in Malibu. <laughs> Which is, that sounds great. <laughs> it's right next to Promises. It's right next to the ocean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a dream. You can't drink salt water. We've been over that. Oh, man. Yeah, you get so sick every time that happens, Ben. Oh, but it tastes so sweet. Give me that cactus. No. <laughs> Give ben? me that cactus. No. I'm going to cut it open. No. You're not. You need help. Excuse me, I've got the camel for the petting zoo. Oh, sorry. The children's birthday party must be next door. I'll just take this camel with me. Oh, man. Oh, man. I've got to get that camel. Even though its humps are filled with fat and not water, because I'm an educated person, I, I could sell that camel to the zoo and use it to buy water. I didn't know that they're filled with fat. Yes, it's not water. It's fat. Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) If they were filled with water, it'd be all lumpy. Well, they are all lumpy. That's the definition of a camel. They'd be like sloshed to the side. Well, surely there's bone or cartilage on the outer part. (laughs) No. You know, let's go take a look at this camel. (laughs) Excuse me. Yes? Uh, We have a couple of camel cues, camel questions here. Oh, sure. Uh, what are the the humps? Uh, what would you say they're made out of? What are they made out of? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's bones and cartilage on the top, but inside they're filled with pure fat. <laughs> Got it. Mm. Well, there yeah. you have it. There we have it. Where's Ben? <laughs> <laughs> He's riding the camel towards the zoo. <laughs> We're going to make some money. <laughs> <sighs> You don't need wet wipes or anything like that? <laughs> oh, you shit your pants. Oh, Terry. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, Josh, mm-hmm. um, you should know I, uh, I told your parents about us. <laughs> wow. I mean, you... What do you mean? But... I mean, you, you know, you slipped and hurt your arm and I didn't know if you were going to be okay. And I, I just felt like they needed to know, you know? So I, uh, I told him everything. I mean, what's to tell you about dating for like two, two months? <laughs> just, just two months. Is that, I mean, this has been the most wonderful two months of my life. Still two months. <laughs> we haven't really had a conversation ourselves. <laughs> We haven't but. had a conversation into, oh, we haven't talked at all. I mean, like, are we exclusive? Are we not? I... Oh. <laughs> oh, we can't put the genie back in this bottle, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well, what? I don't think this is, 
just being weird. Also, like, where'd you tell him? I slipped. I hurt my arm. I went to the doctor by myself. I got a cast on it. I should have gone with you. I'm sorry. No, you didn't I got need scared. To. I got scared. Scared of scared of what? Anyway, I was rifling through your things and I found their number. Don't and I called them. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if you were coming back. From what? A broken arm? Josh, you don't know how these things can escalate. All right. I do. My uncle went into the doctor because his finger hurt, and it turned out to be a blood infection. He was dead twelve years later <laughs> from the blood infection. No, it was a car accident. But, <laughs> but I'm saying the blood infection was way more serious than the hurt finger. Yeah, that doesn't add up. Hey, yeah, we should talk. Uh, yeah, we should talk. We need to talk about boundaries. Well, we're going to have to talk about it with your parents because I, I told them to fly out. What? <laughs> Oh, this is a nightmare. What? My dad is afraid of planes. <laughs> He's claustrophobic. He gets so nervous. You got him on a plane? That's a huge, huge deal. Ding dong. Oh, God. There's the door. <laughs> yes. I conquered my fear of flying for true love. Oh, I'm here. Hey, Dad. Oh, your mother's here, too? Oh, Josh. Huh? She put... She said, the Supreme Court can wait. Our little boy almost died, and he's in love. I did not almost die. I think uh, Mike oh, might have. Oh, look at your arm. I, oh. I did break it. It's just, it's honestly just the ulna. So, uh, uh, well, we're here for you, okay. for both of you. Good thing for me, he's right-handed, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't like that, Mike. Uh, uh Okay. Uh, hey, I wasn't really planning on this. Uh, uh, I'm sure you I, guys have a lot of questions about Josh's inner life. And, um, I'm happy to answer any of them. Yeah, I mean, you probably know him best. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't know how... The, Mike and I... It's been going great. It's he going he great. just clams up around his folks. You can tell us. what You know, what's got him ticking inside? What's he passionate about? Where's, oh. where's he headed? He wants to draw. <laughs> he wants to draw. And he's, what? He's, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. He's working at the law firm, but it's not where his heart is. Oh, please, we don't need to go over. Oh, we see him doodling. <laughs> he looks at the funnies and he's, I can hear him mumbling to himself. I could do that. I said that one time because I didn't like a family circus. I thought it was a stupid family circus. Oh, well, the whole premise of the thing is. That sentence doesn't make any sense. <laughs> It makes a lot of sense. The whole premise of it was just he thought <laughs> he thought that uh, whatever he he couldn't pronounce the word spaghetti. And I was like, this is, let your guard down. Just be open. Get angry. With us. It's okay. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't need everyone talking about me. I like. I'm a fucking good lawyer. Is what I am. <laughs> I'm a good lawyer. Look at how upset he is. You don't want to be a lawyer. Mom, don't yeah. touch my shoulders like that. <laughs> Calm down. There, let it out. <laughs> Dad, quit nodding at me. This mm-hmm. is, makes it even more frustrated. Yes. No, no, no. I have some serious things. We fucked after <laughs> a grinder date, and I committed to it a little too hard because I wanted to. I didn't want to just be the one night stand type of guy. All right? You're nodding. You'd be mad at me for this. He. He yells like this sometimes. No, oh I mean goodness. what I'm saying. I don't yeah. really have a deep connection with you. The fact that you rifled through my things after I broke my arm and then cited some finger incident that <laughs> happened to your uncle, and then he got hit by a car, makes no sense. 
You two. This is the passion we're talking about. Uh, it's clear that only Mike can bring that out. No. <laughs> no. Climb, climb up into my arms. I'm going to hold you. <laughs> Come here. Don't da- Come here. Ah, there. Ah, Look at that. Your mother oh, and I are so... Oh. No, no. I'm just glad to see you happy. Yeah. You know, I wasn't sure, but I am now. Here's my tuxedo blazer. That my best man made for me on my wedding. What the hell is that? And I want you to have it. <laughs> it's all filthy. <laughs> I'm glad you're covered in love. Bringing that because I guess I also had an ulterior motive in inviting you guys. Josh, as I hold you here like a little bird with a broken wing, I can think of no better time than to ask you to be my husband. I just broke up with you. <laughs> I understand. Don't fight it. We're okay with you. Oh, we're, we yeah, accept don't you. Don't be scared because of us. Don't be scared. Yeah, don't be support scared. this. I, I, no, I'm not scared. I'm not interested. You're a cartoonist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. I'm going to keep holding you and take out my cell phone and then cradle it with my shoulder. Oh, so okay, I got it. No, it's fine. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is a reminder from the elementary school that we are looking for anyone, literally anyone, to have coffee with our principal. Listen to me, you pre-recorded piece of shit. Why don't you take every brick from that elementary school and use it to smash your dick off and then shove it up your butt, just like my future husband did on our first Tinder date, the night that I knew he was going to be the man I was going to marry. So go fuck yourself. Oh, can you hit the off button, sweetie? I can't get it while I'm holding it. Uh, yeah, there you go. Boop. Thank you. God. We cut to the elementary school. We got him on tape. We got it. Okay. <laughs> we got him on tape. Talking about putting <laughs> penis in the butt. Okay. The net is closing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben. It's up to you. We need you to go. Use the, ro- the robotic arms what? to build an archway at their wedding. Well, why? <laughs> <laughs> we've got to see this thing through to the what, end. What is this solving? <laughs> he is, we've got him on tape as having an anger problem. Now, we've just got to seal the deal by making an archway at a wedding that could disrupt his uh, fashion or... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the archway can't match the fashion. Okay. It seems to be some kind of assumption that gay people are really upset about fashion. Oh, that would wait. Oh, uh, no. That's a Nobel Prize to me. And the Nobel Prize for gay awareness goes to the secret spy agency. But there was one person who opposed gay marriage and felt like they didn't deserve to even wear clothes. Clothes at all on their wedding day. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> that was this man right here, who I've invited to come sit in the front row, like Phil Collins in that in the air tonight urban legend. I just want my wife back. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> I, I said I didn't want to build an archway. I didn't say gay people. Can't oh well, you you won't have to build an archway at all anymore. And there's your wife right there. Say goodbye to her. Carol! <laughs> Burn her! <laughs> Burn, Burn Carol! Ah, ah, what have you done? <laughs> no! What have you ben, done? wake up! Ben, wake up! Ben, Ben! Oh, oh, thank God! Oh, thank God, you were starting to convulse. We didn't know if you were going to make it. You came out of it. Oh, my God. I didn't even know what's, what's happening. You've been in a coma for the last two days. 
What happened? You <laughs> stubbed your toe. <laughs> but then it turned out to be a blood infection. What? what? And then a car hit you. Oh, no. <laughs> they could have just told me that a car hit me. I don't want to leave you in the dark, Ben. Oh, my God. I've been in a coma for two days. Yeah, a lot has changed since then. Kate Leopold came out on Friday. <laughs> uh, Everything's different now. <laughs> in that Meg Ryan movie where she, what's his name? The, the hey, you better not <laughs> ask questions like this at these turbulent times because you will be <laughs> nailed to the wall on that one. What are you talking about? What's We're in a post K and L world now, Ben. <laughs> Just as a lighthearted romantic comedy, how could <laughs> how could the world have changed? You clearly haven't seen the movie. <laughs> it's a, about a woman that falls in love with someone from the past, right? Or she goes back in time, and Hugh Jackman's in it, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 of course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Something happened to the government. Or <laughs> The government has collapsed, man. <laughs> the president was so inspired by the movie, he sent his penis back in a time machine. <laughs> For what purpose? <laughs> to fuck his wife when she was younger. So she, the wife took the dick and sat on it. And, uh, uh, the then he thing. was brought up on <laughs> charges for child rape. <laughs> It's a lot like the video game Secret Secret Pop. <laughs> Same plot, but in real time. Anyway, it's too much to go into, but it set up a domino of events, and there's there's no government now. <laughs> oh my god, look at all those buildings burning outside. Yep. Who's in charge? Those were all buildings where people were hoping to have coffee with them. <laughs> Instead, all of the bricks from the buildings were used to smash people's dicks off. <laughs> got shoved up their butts. Somehow, fire broke out. I'm not sure if it was an electrical thing or. Oh my god! Oh my god! What do we do? <sighs> knock knock, <laughs> nurse. Uh, hi. Hope I'm not interrupting. Just gonna check on your vitals. You seem to be okay. <laughs> Is that your hand? Well, huh? Yes. Is that just, your real uh, hand? Yes. Uh, that's my real hand. I'm just here to collect a little sweet semen. <laughs> <laughs> nice and easy now, girl. No. Nice and easy. Sweet semen. <laughs> Um, awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much for being on the Meet Improv. Uh, yeah, thank you guys. Get you out of here, but oh, God. let's plug something real quick. Whatever you want to plug, uh, Twitter. Oh, or whatever. Um, uh, the uh, first season of uh, and possibly only season of uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle is coming out on uh, Amazon on May 11th. Will, oh, this, awesome. will this come out before then? Probably right around. Yeah, yeah. It'll stay up there even yeah, if it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You both worked on that. Yeah, yeah. we both wrote for that. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Check it out. Tweet about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, and follow wanna... me on Twitter at BenjaminJS. And oh, Mike. I don't, I don't care if anyone follows no. me on Twitter. <laughs> you have a good Twitter, though, right? Yeah. Oh, thanks. He has a really yeah, good Twitter. Very funny. Um, Jake. Um, check out We're Gross with Gilly the third Thursday of the month at UCB Franklin. And Mondegreen, a Herald team. 
I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. You can like The Meat Improv on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Hey, rate us and review us in the iTunes store. Get us more listeners. And since you're probably an improv nerd, if you're listening to this, tell your friend about this podcast. Mm-hmm. Tell your fellow improv nerd. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on The Meat The Meat Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.